All right, Advancers, welcome to the second installment in Mental Biases. Today, we're going to cover correspondence bias. Correspondence bias, the definition of correspondence bias, is our tendency to draw inferences about someone's personality based on their behaviors. Even when these behaviors can be completely explained by the situation, when we see someone behaving in a certain way, we think this is because they always behave that way. We immediately make the assumption that they are just that kind of person. We do this even when there is a perfectly logical external factor motivating the other person's behavior. In fact, it doesn't matter if we are aware of the situation. Even when we know about the circumstances, we overlook them and instead infer that this person always acts this way. That's the definition of correspondence bias. And as we're going through this episode, I want you to bring greater awareness and reflect maybe on past situations where you yourself, you know, because I know I have, have felt, you know, fallen victim to this mental bias, caused you to evaluate, to judge. But I want to get right back into it, guys. So have you ever noticed that when you see someone doing something annoying, you tend to think it is because they are an annoying person? Rarely, if ever, do you take a moment to think about the circumstances that might have led them to this frustrating behavior? Instead, you observe something, conclude that they are that way, and move on with your day. This is just one of the many attribution errors we are prone to making. Imagine that someone makes a character judgment about you, defining you as, I'm doing the bunny ears, annoying from one social interaction. Sounds ludicrous, right? That's really an interesting thought. More than that, you can actually bet that this bias exists in the majority. There's a high likelihood that somebody has actually made a snap judgment, has looked at you in, in a certain contextual situation, and based off of your reaction in that situation, they made a judgment on you as a person. It's crazy. So why do we have this bias? You might make an attribution like this because you don't know about the external factors that might have caused someone's behavior. You might also make this kind of attribution because you have high expectations of how people will behave in situations. It might not matter to you if you know the external factors because you expect people to behave in a certain way. Finally, even if you know about external factors and you know that you shouldn't blame the person, it is still hard to correct your first attribution for their behavior due to another mental bias called belief persistence. Even when we know we're wrong, it is hard to correct our first belief. Advancers, it's scary how easy it is to cultivate knee-jerk judgments about someone you've never met before. Here's my case in point. So there's a neuropsychology research from Lieberman, Gaunt, Gilbert, and Trope in 2002. And it offers an explanation for why the correspondence bias happens. They describe this bias as a reflexive process that happens neuropsychologically. These researchers found that biases and errors in judgment like this one were an immediate reflex that happens in the brain. They focused on two neuropathways for interpreting information, a reflexive one and a reflective one. The reflexive pathway controls our immediate response and reactions. The reflective pathway allows us to critically think about things. The correspondence bias fell into the reflexive pathway, meaning that people make these attributions immediately without putting critical thinking into the judgments. 
So correcting our biases, it's, it's important to become aware of our biases so we can start to correct them. So much of our thinking is reflexive and automatic, but we can counteract that by bringing more mindfulness to our thoughts. You can start to do this by being aware of your snap judgments. The next time you notice yourself thinking, this must be how they always are, see if you can pause. Take a moment to think of a couple situational factors that might have led to the other person's behavior. This way, you can respond to others with compassion rather than prejudice, which ultimately will lead to uh, better social interactions, you know, better outings, uh, more, more engaging, more compassionate, more in-depth connections with others. If you can try to practice coming from a place of passion, you're going to notice that each and every person you pass is so unique. And there are hundreds of millions, if not billions of moments that make that person unique and different. And to, you know, observe them for a couple minutes and to make these snap judgments is pretty ludicrous. That's all I have for you guys, advancers. Thanks for tuning in. If I brought you any value today, please subscribe for notifications of next week's episode. I would truly appreciate it. Also, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. Connect to our community on social media. We are building a tribe of self-actualized grow-getters. Those that implement the practice of lifelong learning, understanding it will catalyze self-actualization, the ultimate production of the human spirit. Find your baseline and grow every day. Till next time, advancers, make the rest of your day the best of your day.